Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. It's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Hello and welcome to the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. As you know, streaming at 680thefan.com. Click and watch. And also, you can listen on that fan mobile app. And during these uh, holidays, when you're out and about, out of the town, out of the city, you can check in with our fan mobile app. Listen anywhere, anytime, crystal clear. And that is uh, driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you up at Coming at Beaver Toyota. Hope your uh, holiday weekend went well. Man, I tell you what, rivalry, uh, Thanksgiving Day, the rivalry weekend in college football. Does it get any better than that? Georgia and Georgia Tech had that four-quarter fight. I believe the dogs were up 31-13 in that fourth quarter. Had the, uh, the, the big game, Holloway where Michigan takes down Ohio State for the third year in a row. Damn it! (laughs) Damn it! The Apple Cup was entertaining. Wow, Washington, Washington State. Boy, that was was good stuff. How about that reverse? Late in the game, kick that field goal. Five seconds left. Huskies are still alive. Florida and Florida State was a good one. The Iron Bowl was memorable. Still can't get over how that game ended. And Auburn rushed two people on that play. Milrow had eight seconds back in the pocket before he threw that laser into the end zone. I even enjoyed Kentucky and Louisville, which was a really good game. Yeah, OD'd on uh, college football over that T-Gay riot, uh, Thanksgiving Day rivalry weekend. That was great, great stuff. And then our Falcons get us a win yesterday. How about that? How about those Falcons? By the way, I saw where the locker room show went as a group to the game yesterday, and it smells like bourbon here in the studio. Now, I'm guessing that is from yesterday. Rule number one in the sports talk radio business, no drinking before you go on the air. So I'm assuming that was yesterday. And, He's hammered. And I'm assuming that the home team Brandon Leak, and I know the boys were covering for him this morning, I saw him pouring that expensive bourbon yesterday. Home team, I'm guessing, a little too hungover to make it in today. Just a guess. Ryan Hopper producing the show today. Ryan, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming in. David Holloway trying to get over that big game loss. You look really down, down and out today. You going to be okay? Um... Probably not. I mean, nothing. There's, I mean, Georgia Tech fans can relate to me on this. There's nothing worse than losing to your rival. I mean, like, three losses in a row to Michigan is completely unacceptable. Yeah, we'll talk about Ryan Day a little later in the show. Right now, though, it's time to get to the big take. Bucks. Big take. 
And that is brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air, keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. All right, the scene is set. The much-anticipated Thanksgiving Day rivalry weekend has left us with four undefeated powerhouses heading into championship weekend, four of them. There are four one-loss teams, but only three are in the mix for a playoff spot. You see Ohio State has been eliminating. They've been eliminated for being soft in the big game. Watch it, Buck. (laughs) Oregon, Texas, and Alabama still in it. Go ahead and pencil in undefeated Michigan for one spot. No way the Wolverines lose to Iowa in the Big Ten title game. The Washington Huskies and Florida State Seminoles apparently get spots with wins because they would be undefeated Power Five conference champions, and those teams always get in. Two-time defending champ Georgia is a no-brainer with a victory over Alabama. But what if the Crimson Tide pulls off the upset? Well, you know what? Then it's chaos is what it is. Texas gets in with a win over Oklahoma State because they beat Alabama. So in this scenario, does a one-loss SEC champion like Georgia get left out of the college football playoffs? Well, if you think about it, Buck, would you really leave the SEC title winner out of the playoff? I mean, you have to think about that. Will you? Would you really leave the SEC champion out of the playoff? Well, apparently, the guests here, the educated guests here, looking at the makeup of that college football playoff committee, I think there are 13 people on the committee, uh, 12 or 11 maybe are athletic directors, and 10 of those are outside the SEC. Yeah, you better believe that that committee would love to keep the SEC one-loss champion out of the playoffs. Yeah, well, I like I, well, I think it just depends on how the rest of the field turns out. If Washington wins, they're in, obviously. If Michigan, if that team to the north wins, they're in. If Florida State wins, they're in. If Texas wins, they're in. So here's the thing. You got if you to hope if you're a Georgia fan and you lose that SEC title game, you got to hope that one of those teams lost earlier in the day. So, again, does a one-loss SEC champion get left out of the college football playoffs? Apparently, it would be Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and Texas with the SEC shut out of the playoffs. After winning four in a row, six of the last eight, nine of the last 13, and 13 of the last 17 national titles. Blame Bama, they lost to Texas. Stay tuned, folks. This might get interesting. And we'll have the college football playoff committee. Their latest rankings will drop tomorrow night. And there'll be a lot of people watching that. And then next Sunday night, we'll find out who's in. You're wondering what I'm thinking. Uh, Let's get to my uh, college football top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Georgia stays number one. Took down Tech on the road. They've outscored opponents this season, 40 to 15. Bulldogs on top, 
they stay number one. Michigan checking in at number two. I hate Michigan. Destroyed. Uh, well, they didn't destroy him, but they lost. They won by a touchdown. They all. They only won because Kyle McCord is not a good quarterback. Yeah, McCord let you guys down. He's been letting us down all year. I expected it. And how about the Michigan interim coach out coaching the Ohio State big money coach Ryan Day? Who uh, I would say, Ryan Day, don't look at your record against top ten competition. Because you might think about shooting yourself. So, Georgia 1, Michigan 2. Hey, checking in number 3 this week. I've got the Texas Longhorns. Destroyed Texas Tech. And they would be quick to remind all of us that they beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I mean, wouldn't you? Texas looking better and better. They jump into my top 5 this week. With that uh, win over Texas Tech. So Longhorns number three. I've got Bama four. They won ten in a row. And, uh, you know, surviving Jordan Hare. Some crazy things go on at Jordan Hare in that Iron Bowl. So Alabama four. I've got Washington five. They stay at number five this week with a wild win. In that Apple Cup game over the weekend. Under consideration, Florida State, Oregon, and Ohio State, who drops out. They were four next, four last week. So here we go this week, the Buck Show College Football Top 5. I got Georgia 1, Michigan 2. Texas jumps in. They're 3. Alabama 4, Washington 5. Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Right. And this week, we'll be talking a lot about the uh, the big game going on at the Benz on Saturday as got a couple of big hitters going to knock heads. And all this week on 680 The Fan, our conference championship week coverage presented by Georgia's own credit union, New Balance, and the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health. And we're going to have a big tailgate going on down there too we're calling it the uh, fans big championship tailgate presented by truest coming up saturday in downtown atlanta before the big game now that's different from the big game this past weekend don't get confused this is the big game down south and want you to come out and join us we'll be tailgating from 12 30 to 3 30 marietta street at the corner of marietta and centennial just two blocks from mbs you can enjoy complimentary drinks from Corona, Modelo, Deep Eddy Vodka, Maker's Mark, and Duncan. Plus, uh, much on free eats and jive to live music by all that. As you have the best tailgate in conference. Uh, rain or shine at Mission Limited. So get your free tickets now at 680thefan.com slash tailgate. Coming up next, an impressive victory for the home team yesterday. Or was it? We'll break it down next. Got the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. 
Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Generation Fan 30th Anniversary Celebration continues and want to invite you to come on out Thursday, December the 7th, 6 to 10 at Motor Cars of Atlanta for our casino night, baby. All the Vegas-style games you love. Black, 22 black, 22 black, 22 black. Mission only a buck 25, not a dollar 25, 125 bucks. And our... Charity, uh, Atlanta Community Food Bank, which is pretty awesome. All of this presented by First Horizon Bank. The end of the night, you get to cash out with some amazing prizes. Head over to 680thefan.com slash casino and reserve your spot now. And we're all looking forward to being a part of that. All right, let's talk Falcons football, baby. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Congratulations to our Atlanta Falcons as we snapped a three-game skid. Took down the lousy, stinking Saints 24-15. And there seems to be a lot of talk about this game. I want to start with the defense which I hadn't heard enough talk about. Ryan Nielsen's defense showed up big yesterday in that victory and gave us a quality performance. You know, they've been struggling a little bit here over the last three games. Well, we gave up 25 to Phoenix, 31 to Minneapolis, 28 to Nashville. But we stepped up big on defense yesterday, forced five field goals. I'd say that's pretty good defense right there. Forced two turnovers that included a pick six, and we hold them to 15 points. Folks, when your defense holds an NFL team to 15 points, I don't have the percentage or stats in front of me, but I'm guessing you win like 95% of the time. And how about Jesse Bates? Jesse Bates having an all-pro season at safety. I have not seen a better safety this season. Maybe Hamilton with the Ravens. But uh, Jesse Bates stepping up big, had the play of the game. You had the Saints had a chance to go up 10-0 to start the game. And Bates makes one heck of a play, jumps a route, and takes it back to the house. But it wasn't just one play. Uh, That was the play of the game for the Falcons. But Bates also had 12 tackles in the game. Talk about getting involved. Led the team with 12 tackles. Really, really awesome by Jesse Bates. And a great free agent signing by Fontenot. 
So really pleased about that. Defense stepped up big, and we beat our rival, the New Orleans Saints, who were just awful. The Saints are absolutely awful. And you heard Hubbard there. Charlotte has fired Frank Reich after 11 games. Let me tell you what the next headline will be for Hubbard, and that is the Saints have fired Dennis Allen. Saints are just god-awful. And here we go. If the season ended today, Falcons would host the Dallas Cowboys in the first round of the NFL playoffs. Chew on that for a second. Falcons would make the playoffs. Now, the season doesn't end today. But if it did, we'd be hosting the Cowboys. Wow. All right, so we try to keep it real on this show. I gave you the positive right out of the gate there. Led with the positive. Hey, make a note, Holloway. I led with the positive as far as my Falcons go. All right, now let's keep it real. This offense, borderline bad. In fact, they're bad. We scored 17 points in the game. 17 points in an NFL game. Quarterback had two bad interceptions. Underwhelming as Desmond Ritter at the quarterback spot. Now, sure, we, we ground and pounded the Saints late in the game, fourth quarter. Saints playing terrible run defense late in the game. Terrible, as Barkley would say. They're like 20th in the NFL in run defense. So, uh, you know, not real impressed with the Falcons' offense. Quarterback underwhelming. The scheme underwhelming. To me, uh, it's sort of boring watching them play offense. I mean, it's counterculture, what we're trying to do under Arthur Smith. Run first. We're averaging 18 points a game, 24th in the National Football League. When Ritter's in there, we're averaging 17 points a game. Despite all these first-round picks that we have. Kyle Pitts. What do we give him, like, two targets in the game? What's going on with that? How do you explain that to the ownership? Took him with the fourth pick in the first round. And we targeted the guy you can count it on one hand. How do you explain that on Monday when you meet with Arthur Blank? Drake London. Got him involved a little bit, not enough. Uh, Bijan, as involved as he's been all season yesterday, and that was a good thing. We've yet to score 30 points in a single game. So it's tough being happy about that. And I don't think I'm the only one not entertained. It looked like to me, MBS, half those seats were empty at the start of the game. Now, Fennerin assured me during the uh, changeover, the shift change, that it was 60% of the seats were taken, you know, middle of the first quarter when all these late-arriving fans finally got in the building. And it seems a little odd on the TV side. You never see a shot of the stadium. Never see that wide shot. A lot of empty seats in there. So the Falcons uh, get the Jets, oh, on the road this coming week. Ah, it's not going to be good. I know the Jets' offense stinks. They're worse than ours. 
but defensively, they, they're loaded up on the defensive side. We're playing at their place. That looks like an L. Uh, we got the Bucks at home. Yeah, that's, that could be a win or a loss. Uh, Panthers on the road. There's a W. Colts at home. There's another swing game. Bears in Chicago. On paper, that looks like a W. Bears play the run tough, though, so look out for that one. And then end the season down in New Orleans. Go ahead and put a W next to that one. So we getting in, 8-9 record. End of the playoffs. If you win the division, yeah. 8-9 record. And that's the thing, I, you know, I continue to be hung up on this, is we hear a lot of the fans here in the, in the city. We, we got a lot of the media, you know, this every time I flip on and, and, and move around, uh, listen to some of the other shows, I keep hearing make the playoffs, make the playoffs, make the playoffs. And I'm trying to get on board with that. But let me tell you what happens when we make the playoffs. It's a one-and-done scenario. We get embarrassed. We get dominated. 42-7. to seven. And we're in the playoffs because we're in the worst division in football. So I don't want to bring you down, but again, just trying to keep it real here on the show. Holloway, we got Arthur Smith talking here about being in first place. We got six games to go, right? It'll feel like six lifetimes. I mean, it's just the National Football League. You know, the ebbs and flows. I mean, you call about a couple plays the last two games, and we knew coming off from the bye week, you know, everything we talked about, you know, some of the things logistically we want to do as a staff, we certainly did that. Ways we wanted to play, getting some guys in space. Thought helped us, you know, rolling through personnel defensively, keeping guys fresh. I think you saw a little bit of that. So we got plenty of stuff to work on, as always. But overall, good team one. Yeah, um, well, uh, yeah, defense played really well. I wouldn't call that an overall good team win. Offense, we were awful. Ran the ball on a bad defense late in the game. But uh, just offensively, it's really bad. And I've been told here to do this Falcons-Bucks tailgate read. So we go to New York this weekend. Coming up December the 10th, though, back in the saddle on Sunday, the final 680 of the Fan Harris Cherokee Casino tailgate, Central Dirty Bird tailgate of the season. You can join us one more Sunday, December the 10th, for a free tailgate from 10 to 1, point of Marietta and Centennial for another Dirty Bird tailgate. Stop on by and enjoy complimentary ice-cold Coronas and a long drink. Libations from Deep Eddie Vodka and Lawson and Bourbon. You get bites from Fine Biscuit Cafe. And live party music by all that. Download your free tailgate ticket right now. I mean, right now. 680thefan.com slash tailgate. You can join us for another party in the fan tailgate series. Now, you got to be 21 or older. You can't be walking in and getting there with a, uh, a fake ID. you got to have a proper ID to get to get in. A huge thanks to Harris, Cherokee Casino and Resorts, Fine Biscuit Cafe, Lawson and Bourbon, Ryobi Power Tools, The Laundry, Corona, Deep Eddie Vodka, Batteries Plus, Georgia Hip Company, Body on the Flash, IV and the Lemon Street Classic High School Basketball Tournament. Man, we got a lot of sponsors that are backing us up on that. Oh, let's see what's popping. Let's go out. What's popping? What's popping? The ESPN game day going to be in town this weekend for the SEC championship game. I don't know how to hurry. They're going to be in Centennial Olympic Park or inside the College Football Hall of Fame. Not sure about that part of it. And not sure. I'm guessing the big noon kickoff show, uh, Big Ten, that's going to be in Indianapolis from Michigan and Iowa. 
and uh, a little competition going on between those shows. How do I which one of these watch now? Uh, I, I stick with Game Day, you know, it's, I'm, I'm familiar with the brand, I love me some McAfee. I'm, I'm like one of those people who loves to have McAfee on, the, on Game Day just because... He's playing to the home crowd every weekend, I've noticed that. That's what you're supposed to do, though, honestly, you're supposed to kind of be the baby face of the whole thing. I mean, like, you know, he's given his pro wrestling um, experience, he's kind, of, you know, he's kind of good with playing to the crowd, which is my love. Uh, I would say he's better than good at playing to the crowd. <laughs> I will say this, I find really entertaining is the, is the what, how much money he's offering kick, field goal kick. I don't know if you saw last week in, in, up there in that, in that place up north. Uh, there, was, there was a Michigan fan who kicked it absolutely horribly. And then an Ohio State fan stepped up and he said, I'll shave my head if I miss. He missed it by that much. He was yeah, really close. Yeah, he got the clip pushing the right at the middle of his head. <laughs> Nobody's made it yet this year. Yeah, I mean, one guy got a second chance in Washington, but, yeah, nobody, yeah. Yeah, but nobody made it on the first time. I wanted to touch on Ohio State and Buckeyes who just appear to be devastated. And this is to pick on you. I I I not on you. I noticed you had your Ohio State jersey on. Was it last Wednesday? Uh, it was Friday. I know that. But no, I'm wearing my big old big Buckeyes fan wear on that. Ryan Day now, one and three against Michigan. Now one and six against top five teams. Damning statistic there. It's not good. No, that's that's no, not. He's not gonna get fired. I know he won't. But here's the thing, though. There's not a reason. I got fans are gonna love Bolt just because if you can't be Michigan GTFO. Here's the problem from the outside looking in, as I see it. I don't know if you value an outside opinion. I'm not fine. I'm not gonna get to you anyway here, though. And we've heard this. Uh, Lou Holtz brought up you know, the soft culture. And that, when you really look into it here, he's hired. It seems like a bunch of yes men, guys that were inside the program. He's promoted them. All they've ever known for the coaching has been Ryan Day. And I don't think he's got anybody on the staff that's going to step up in a staff meeting and say, Coach, you're wrong about this. I think Jim Knowles he's got a bunch of yes men. I can see Jim Knowles stepping up just because he's basically not salary came in from Oklahoma State, but that's the only person I see on that coaching staff really stepping up. Apparently, it just looks to me they play scared most of the time in the game. Offensively, yes, I can. I mean, you see fourth and one, they seem like they play it every time. Yeah, I don't think they're going for it. There's, they don't have much confidence in offense. Like, as you showed all year, they just don't have that explosiveness that Ohio State's known for. I mean, because McCord is a very bland quarterback. He's not accurate. He underthrows the ball every damn time. And, as we saw, and he also forced his throws to Jamari Harrison, which we saw in that first interception. That was a forced throw. I mean, that should have happened. That last throw he did when he picked the second pick, he had two guys checked down wide open, could have gotten the first down, maybe then gotten extra yard, gotten out of and stopped the clock. McCord is a terrible decision maker. He's not accurate at all. Yeah. I don't know how the hell he has the numbers he does. Well, he had the... Uh, the clutch performance against Notre Dame early in the season, and I, I would, thought, okay, now we're going to see some growth out of him. I never saw the growth after that. Never happened. No, not even against weaker competition. He's played horribly. I mean, the, the run game also had a big hand in helping him beat Notre Dame. Let's be real here. They had, a, they had a lot of help in the run game, too. He had a couple of good passes, but most of that game, he was throwing lame ducks out there. In Michigan, I've seen where the Michigan fan base, they like to paint it as they join into this, this take that Michigan players were just tougher than the Ohio State guys. I don't, the, the Ohio not. State guys are going to show up at the game. They got their Gucci stuff on. I, I don't it's know. all about the look, the styling and profiling. And then the Michigan crying, guys, they, fans crying they just about claim we're going to show up with our work clothes on and we're going to take care of business. They are the they are more Gucci and anything. They're like, oh, we're Michigan. We're a high class educational institution. No, they're the they turn their nose up at everybody. That's a load of nonsense from the Austin. Plus, they're crying about getting <laughs> caught cheating, crying trying to play the victim they got caught cheating with their pants down yeah they are crying playing the victim they're saying oh everybody's against no no nobody's against you got uh, caught you're a uh, child uh, shut up and uh, take the l uh, 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 uh. Woo! oh man I, i'm sorry i'm not laughing at you i know i'm with you i feel you i'm not laughing at you this there's a fan base that's devastated right now. So high state. We should be. We lost thir- three in a row to Michigan. That's embar- That's not acceptable. That is actually f- embarrassing. Uh.
<laughs> we don't want you snapping on live radio here. Uh, that wouldn't be the first time. You should have seen me on Saturday watching the damn game live. Yeah, I can only imagine. Let's just say that it's Tough a good thing. Take, it's a man. good thing this mic wasn't turned on. One in six against top five teams. Ryan Day, who um, colors his beard apparently, and he's not an older guy. He's like what forty four. It may be a bit older than that. Maybe I'm not sure exactly. I how think old he's he coloring that. Yeah, man. I mean honestly, I don't. I don't mind. I mean that yeah. doesn't affect the way I see him. I don't. He care. didn't want that gray coming in yet. Yeah, you know, some people don't want to see that. When you're that young, you probably don't Does want it. Does it hurt that worse way. knowing you, you didn't even lose to Harbaugh this time? Uh, you had the I backup mean, coach Technically, in there. I'm, I'm sure he had his, his voice win somebody's ear in that game or something. Because he was still with the team practicing. He just wasn't at the game itself. So, I mean, I don't know. I I just, I just still think Harbaugh had something, to, like some form in like the game plan or whatever. And they just say, hey, call this, call this, call they this, call the this. Signals. Yeah, well. There's that they did know the signals until they got caught, but no, it's um no, I'm Harbaugh had some some um saying what went on down there because he probably made notes ahead of time and gave them to his coach say hey when they when they show this play this I mean I don't think I don't take it as a loss to Shamar Moore I still take it as a loss to a Harbaugh team because Harbaugh still ran practices he wasn't like banned from the facilities or anything like that like some coaches do when they hey, get you're gonna get a good so. bowl game though. Yeah, we'll get a New Year's Six. I mean, but still, yeah. that's not Ohio State. Ohio standard. State, Alabama looks like a pretty good matchup. That wouldn't be a bad game. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, though, the way Ohio State plays offensively, I'm st- I don't have much confidence. Boy, we play defensively, I think we'll do okay. I'm not done though. <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit more college football before we get to the Bulldog Roundtable here. Uh, Texas A&M has hired Mike Elko, uh, the Duke head coach, and uh, I tell you, Elko did a uh, bang up job there in Durham coaching up. The Duke Blue Devils there, 16-9 and nine was his record at Duke. I mean, you got to be a good football coach to be able to do something like that. So uh, Elko going back, the Texas A&M defensive coordinator uh, back there in, uh, just a few years ago. So I think that, that's important for Texas A&M. They get a really solid football coach in Elko who has some contacts there in the state of Texas. So I think that's really important as far as recruiting goes. During his tenure there, he made some contacts as a defensive coordinator for the Aggies. And then, uh, not to be ignored, Mississippi State looks like they've hired Jeff Levy, 39-year-old offensive genius, former offensive lineman at Oklahoma. His track record of being involved in running explosive offenses will fit in there in Starkville. Levy uh, working at UCF with Heupel, Ole Miss with Kiffin, and then running the show for the offense there with the Oklahoma Sooners here uh, this past season. Lebby gets the Mississippi State job and reportedly will be introduced later today. There are only 14 of these jobs right now at this current moment in the SEC, the elite conference in college football. So Lebby now becoming one of those elite head coaches in college football. I like the hire. I like both these hires. Here as they uh, beat everybody else to the punch. All right, let's get to the round table. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Bulldogs coming off. 
off that win over Georgia Tech, and now they turn their focus to the SEC championship game. And Alabama coming up this Saturday, 4 o'clock kickoff. Georgia start. I think they open with a uh, three-point favorite. The line out of Vegas, I believe the line is five today. Uh, Georgia a five-point favorite over Alabama. Now, Alabama's 3-0 and against Georgia in SEC championship games. Bulldogs broke a seven-year or seven-game skid that spanned over 14 to 15 years against Alabama the last time out, 33 to 18, January 10th in 2022 in Indianapolis with that national championship game win. So the hex, the uh, skid against Alabama has ended. Georgia looking to beat Alabama in the SEC title game for the first time. And wanted to uh, mention uh, a big factor in the game are the injuries. Here we are at the end of a long competitive football season. Uh, all these teams are banged up and bruised and battered. And most all these teams have lost uh, some of their best um, star, starting line players. And looks like Georgia, who did not play Brock Bowers or Ladd McConkey or Tate Ratledge in the game against Georgia Tech this past Saturday, Bowers with an ankle injury. They uh, elected to keep him out of the game. He was dressed out but did not play. Lad McConkey didn't get in the ball game. He's got an ankle problem, too, resting that up. Tate Ratledge with a knee injury. Let's hear from Kirby Smart talking about the uh, Brock Bowers situation. He was more sore this week than he's been. I mean, he was not able to do much uh, during the week and tried to go. He, he, he wanted to go, but it, it just I means he's, he's sore. He's got to be honest with us and tell us. Yeah, so he did not play this past Saturday. Bowers and McConkey. I'm just going to go ahead and make an educated guess that both of them will play this Saturday against Alabama. Not sure about Tate Radledge. Fortunately, Georgia as deep with quality offensive linemen as any team in college football. So they were able to cover up Ratledge being out of there. Fairchild moved from left guard to right guard. You had Micah Morris step in at left guard. Uh, Truss over there at the, getting some playing time at the right guard spot. Mims at right tackle and Green at left tackle. Boy, Georgia, I talked about it last week, is deep. It's going seven to eight quality deep on that offensive line. Now, Alabama's got a problem, too. Running back Jace McClellan injured against Auburn, and Nick Saban saying that he had a foot injury that he's been dealing with during the entire season. But he tweaked it against Auburn at Jordan-Hare. 15 carries, 66 yards, tweaks the foot, and after the ball game was seen on crutches leaving Jordan-Hare Stadium. So it looks like Roy Dell Williams going to have to carry the load Saturday for that Alabama run game taking on the Georgia defense. A little bit of an injury report there. I'm sure Kirby is going to be peppered by the media coming up later today. You're going to hear that press conference exclusively here on 680 The Fan, the sports talk home of the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, uh, coming up next, man, we got more to go. A lot more college football to talk about it. We're trying to fit it all in. You got the Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. 
like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. on this Monday, November the 27th. Got Thanksgiving in the rearview mirror. Now we focus in on Christmas. Man, I got part of the uh, Christmas decorations up. Christmas tree up. Got to decorate the outside now, so the work's not done. The mailbox has uh, been full. I thought it'd be a good time as we get the week started here. Hubbard's going to help us out as we go through the mailbag that I've... uh, Seems to get overloaded here at the fan for me. Way at least. too I don't many, especially at the holiday season. Yeah, and with 42 minutes, you know, I, I really can't afford to hit the mailbag too often. Yeah, but stacks of letters to I get I believe through. today we, we can go ahead and do some of that, Hubbard. All right. All Appreciate right. you joining in. What do you got for me today? All right, well, uh, a listener asked, what do you see uh, in the crystal ball for our Atlanta Falcons? Well, I... Uh, I see us missing the playoffs. Okay. And then I see us passing on Brock Bowers in the first round of the NFL draft. We don't take Georgia players. Well, we also have a couple round. of tight ends already. Well, I see him as a receiver. Okay. Uh, and then I see us passing on a quarterback, Jaden Daniels, who would be the Heisman Trophy winner. Hmm. Is my best guess there. So that's what I see in the crystal ball. We're going to pass on Bowers in the draft. We'll pass on Jaden Daniels in the draft. Okay. And so it's not real encouraging. <laughs> so it's a murky future in that crystal ball. Yeah, I don't see much there. All right. Uh, what do you see as the best bowl matchup? The best bowl matchup. And, again, it isn't completely set yet, but I, I mentioned, I think we, uh, we see Georgia beat Alabama Saturday, Alabama and Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Okay. Would be an awesome matchup there. Uh, Fiesta, Texas, and Oregon would, would be a good matchup there in the Fiesta Bowl. So those would be uh, two of the best scenarios that I would I could yeah, forecast those would be fun for games you today. To no yeah. doubt, no doubt. All right. Uh, our next letter uh, asks you to name something you don't like. I don't like. You know, I watch these NFL games, and I notice these officials have the earbuds in. Oh, yeah. Now, who's talking to them? You think you just listen to a podcast Because I'm thinking that, that maybe there's uh, somebody back at the commissioner's office that is telling them, okay, we need a holding call on this play. Uh, holding call. We need the other team to win. I think so they're feeding maybe them that's info. just where we are in our society today. I think there's some fraudulent, uh, fraudulent activity going on. I don't trust much that's going on out there, so it wouldn't surprise me if down the road we found out that uh, the officials had these earbuds in there getting orders from back at the NFL office in New York. Ah, conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. Uh, uh, 
And here's a very general question from Alaska. You got any worries? Now I'm worried about the Hawks. Well, we're sitting there 8 8 on the season, 8 8. And I just keep going back to this recent three game stretch where we allowed 126 points, mm. 157 points, and 145 points. So during that three game stretch, we allowed 142 points a game. Wow. I mean, this isn't the NBA All Star game here. Yeah. I mean, what's going on? I thought this new coach was going to do better than this as far as defense uh, goes. The only team playing worse defense than the Atlanta Hawks right now is the LSU football team. Oh, brilliant. Take that. All right. Uh, and finally, here's a listener asking uh, what is Buck Blue asking Santa for Christmas? I'm asking the Braves to drop $20 million plus on a top-of-the-rotation starter. Okay. Did you see the news coming down when we offered that Phillies pitcher? Yeah, Dan. Yeah, over $25 million. In a year? No, no, no. So apparently we've got some money there, so let's go out and sign Sonny Gray. We can't get Sonny Gray. Let's get Eduardo Rodriguez in here. If we can't get Eduardo Rodriguez, what about Jordan Montgomery? And if we can't get Montgomery, what about Yamamoto? I like it. Yeah, let's bring in Yamamoto. We got plenty of money to spend. That's what I'm asking, Santa. I want the Braves to get us another top of the rotation starter. That's a very reasonable request. I think the big man can deliver. Thanks, brother. We appreciate you helping us out. There's the mailbag on this Monday. Let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. Holloway, isn't this Cyber Monday? Oh, yeah. Holloway's gone now. Cyber Monday, so let me throw this out. Got a great gift idea for that Georgia Bulldog fan in your life, and that is how about my book, Inside the Hedges? And you can find that today at insidethehedges.com. Order the book there. The book can get shipped out to you for the Bulldog fan in your life. On Cyber Monday, I want to recommend Inside the Hedges. It's my story. From behind the scenes of the 1980 National Championship season. And uh, we'd appreciate you doing that for the Bulldog in your life. That's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. Nick and Chris coming up next. Stay tuned for that here on The Fan. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.